Thank you for listening to Mimosas in the Morning. Good morning, Mimosas in the Morning. I'm Leslie. And I'm Holly. And believe it or not, we are not having technical difficulties. I so far know, this no so technical difficulties. <laughs> it's like this morning. We're pretty excited over yep. the past two weeks. So yep. thank you all for joining us. And we're kicking off this week of getting to know our Armed Forces Insurance Military Spouses of the Year. And we're starting out with the Navy. And I have a little song. Because <laughs> we're kicking off, right? We're anchoring away. I love it. Where are you, okay. are you ready? She's taking the jacket off, too. So yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, thank you, Holly. You're so kind. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I, I, got got yeah. I got a loose jacket. I got a loose jacket. And oh, oh my goodness. I love it. You've got PT gear on. This is great. <laughs> well, you, just so you know, her doing that for you this morning, she's sitting out here in a jacket. It's like, it's really, really humid, hot. like 80 degrees. And she's like, oh my gosh, it's hot. I'm dying. <laughs> I love it. Go Navy. <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining us yep. this morning. And just if you could do a little introduction and kind of a little mm -hmm. background on yourself, please. Sure. Um, Michelle Norman. I am the AFI Navy Spouse of the Year for 2019. And um, I'm just thrilled to be here. And uh, let's see, I've been a military spouse for about over 23 years. I have no idea where the time went, but um, I've known my husband a lot longer than that. We met at uh, the University of Texas, hook em horns, I had to say that. Um, and we got married a few years later and started this crazy Navy adventure. You know, we've lived all over the world, um, 11 duty stations, and most recently settled here in the Norfolk, Virginia Beach area. Um, and during that time, pre-kids, I was a civilian environmental engineer um, at three of those duty stations with the Navy and until my daughter was born. And since then, I have been a stay-at-home mom and volunteering with all my husband's squadrons and ships, military organizations, and my kids' schools. So that pre-kids, the past life. Pre-kids, yeah. <laughs> Exactly. It is a very significant difference between the two, but bless either way. Absolutely. So we have a few questions. I just want to make sure that we hit everything. Thank so you. What is your current platform? I know what your platform is, but I want to share with everyone else. And I gave Leslie a little bit of background yes. because we were following you long before and we just didn't realize it was the same Michelle until recently. And I was like, what? <laughs> Well, thank you. So um, my platform is I'm advocating for military families um, who have children with special needs and their access to an appropriate education. Um, all of our military children should have access to high quality education, right? Obviously, because of our military lifestyle, we move around every two to three years. There's a lot of inconsistency between school to school, district to district, even state to state. Um, but for our children with special needs, those challenges are exponentially more complicated for them. And I'll explain a little bit about it. There's impact aid funding that is given to school districts for each of our military children. And there's actually another pot of money for our kids with special needs that come with individualized education plans, which are called IEPs. 
And so we're noticing a trend that a lot of our children with special needs are not receiving the minimum education level that is required by federal and state government regulations. And I'm not talking high quality, I'm just talking the minimum. And we are noticing that a lot of school districts just kind of want to wait our families out and not provide the support and services that they need. And this causes a huge impact on military readiness as these families are now battling for the education of their child just to become a productive, independent member of society, which we want for all of our military children. So that's kind of what I'm advocating for. I love it. So I had told Michelle yesterday that my um, I'm in college, and so um, I'm in my last my last class for my minor is communications, and um, I got an excellent review, an excellent paper because I wrote a paper basically about Michelle and the idea and everything about it, but I used it um, and transferred it back over into how communication, when your goals and when you're working together and collaborating, you're making everyone's life better. Absolutely. And so, you know, Absolutely. you were inspiring me to dig a little bit deeper and kind of, you know, look at something in a whole different way and maybe put it back into my life and um, you're blessing me. So thank you. I got an excellent grade. My professor even sent me an email saying, she loved the way I went with this. And I'm like, thank you, Michelle. I appreciate that. It's definitely our children. Well, do you mm -hmm. find Michelle that also, you know, just with the impact, the impact aid funds that people come in, you know, in addition to what they're supposed to get for, you know, your kids with the IEPs, that those are even going to the correct schools and to the right communities. Mm -hmm. I know in Hillsborough County, there's been a big issue with that and how, you know, these outlying schools that aren't right beside the base aren't necessarily getting the same funding. So. Absolutely, you have hit the nail right there on the head. Um, that is the problem and this is what we're seeing. There's a big parallel between this issue and the privatized military housing issue as far as transparency and accountability. Because a lot of these school districts receive this money and it goes into a general fund. So how do we know where this money really is going? We would hope that they're going to our military children but there is a lack of tracking of this funding. And when you're seeing your children not getting the services that they came in from another state or um, some of the supports that they're just trying to make it complicated and maybe a lot of our families pull to homeschool, um, it is concerning that this money is there for them and there is no way to ensure that it's actually going to them. And, you know, I think one of the sad things I've seen, and, and I'm sure with your advocacy you've seen this too, that a lot of military families are like, well, why do I fill this out? Because I don't even know mm -hmm. if the money is going to go to the right. That happens. Absolutely. Because then we even get emails saying, please fill this out, please fill this out. Mm -hmm. yeah. I think we're sometimes held hostage, you know, in order to have that parent conference meeting, yep. you have to be there and fill out the blue federal card. Um, and there have been um, groups of military families that do have children with special needs that have refused to fill it out because if they're not receiving the services, why should the school district um, receive funding for their kid? And so it's a very complicated um, issue and it's not um, a sexy issue as some other things that are affecting some of our military families. Um, there are definitely some ideas and ways that I'd love to advocate um, using the AFI spotlight, which thank goodness has given us a platform and gives us that voice to represent these military families. Um, one of the things I would like to do 
is just educate our military families. What really are your child's educational rights, especially in special education? Um, we have a great resource, Military One Source. It's a fantastic website, and I would love to add a component to that website so that families can access it and just look at data. Data on these school districts specific to special education. It's not hard because it's already on the state agency websites. So we just need to bring it in and have it all in one location so that our families can feel empowered on where they send their kids next. Um, it, it really makes a difference um, when you're going and looking at different PCS stations. Um, can they handle my child's needs? Um, the second thing I'd like to do is work with a little bit of reforming of EFMP and doing something that the Marines do really great is adding special education attorneys to mm -hmm. each of the military services. Because right now we have no one to go to for specific legal advice. And so if a school district is not in compliance, who do you go to? And many of these young enlisted sailors, they can't afford an attorney. So the Marines got it right. And I just want all the other branches to I know what you're talking about this other day. Because I was like, I didn't, I don't know what you're talking about. So yeah. <laughs> but good to know. Right? And that is shocking. shocking. After 20 years of yeah. spent as so, a Marine Corps family. Thank you, like, Marine Corps. I know that we have this and I know this is the reason why. And she's like, we'll talk about it later, Holly. I promise yeah. you. <laughs> I will I'll talk to you offline on that. Um, but the last thing, you know, to really work on this platform is to cultivate those partnerships with the legislators like we talked about and talk about the transparency and accountability and make sure what do we do when a school district is not in compliance or when they're not accredited do they still get this money and let's have this deep conversation about maybe the impact aid funding should follow the child and not necessarily the school district because that really would and i love opportunities homeschooling private schools, faith-based schools, you know, there are other avenues if the public school is not in compliance. So no one really wants to talk about that. It's uh, it's definitely a, a tough um, conversation, mm -hmm. but I think that our families feel like they need a voice and they wanna be heard and they wanna know that the military service branches care about their children. And oftentimes we feel our children are a burden in the educational setting. And um, I think that making some of these small, easy steps, that's the good news is that these are not huge ideas that are gonna take a lot of money. It's just taking those first steps to implement them. And I think it will impact military readiness, it'll impact military retention, just knowing that their kids are taken care of and they can be an important part of our society for what our spouses are, are serving and fighting for. We can do it. We can do it together. Thankfully, through the Mill Spouse community, there's been so many amazing people that have, you know, mentored me and already blazed a lot of these trails. But um, we're going to just keep at it and uh, hope to make change together. And that leads us to the last question: like, who has, and what has like influenced you? I mean, you said you've been spouse for 23 years. I am sure there has been maybe more than one. And it's probably been a lot of positive and and, 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 and negative. Yeah. <laughs> Mostly positive. I have been very blessed in this Navy adventure that we've had and a lot of amazing folks. Um, I have to say, of course, my daughter is the biggest person who influenced me. She is an amazing, bright, brave, 
15 year old girl that has a lot of challenges, but um, seeing her flourish after all the efforts that we have gone through to help her get an appropriate education keeps me motivated. Um, my husband, of course, you know, he influences me. He has this, you know, great moral rectitude to keep me um, focused on what's important in life. And um, also there's some great military spouses. I do have to do a call out to Jeremy Hilton. He was a military spouse of the year 2012. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. has done so much for our community. Right. And he really should be in the top 30 influential military spouses, in my opinion, because yeah, he's so involved and he's given us a voice. And it has been hard because I think a lot of people don't realize just parenting a child with special needs is exhausting. It's hard for us to organize. It's hard for us to just get together and support each other because we're so tired. And so when someone really steps out of the bounds and can sustain that, like Jeremy, it has really set the stage for people like me and other wonderful spouses mm -hmm. that I hope I get to see all in DC to continue his efforts and just be the voice for our children. Um, so there's been a lot of folks. And then of course, just the children, you know, I'm thinking this fight that we're doing is for like, not just Marissa, but it's for Maddie, it's for Richard, it's Alexi, it's Gavin. It's for my son Diego. I need a voice, and so it, that's what keeps me going and motivated. And they influence me to do the right thing. <laughs> well, I think what you're doing and that level of, of accountability that you're adding to it's really just non-existent in the past. And I think that's amazing. And I'm I'm just in awe of you and what you're doing for our community, for our kids. And I think it's amazing. Congratulations on your on recognition, your recognition, and your recognition, and just for everything well you do. Yep. Yeah, it's a big privilege and an honor to be here. So I have to say, I cannot wait to meet you because, you know, we're in Marine Corps, you're in Navy, and I love you. Oh, yeah. well, I have you Oh, you Jay. Thank you so much. I cannot wait to give Cheers. you big Holly Lovins because, you know, I talk, talk about myself in the third person. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, sure. it, yellow. Here's your ball. Oh, wow. You guys are fancy on that end. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. I'm so looking forward to meeting you, Holly, and the other five amazing um, houses. We are going to have so much fun. And, and I feel it's going to be great. Sorry, it's and remember, yep. Remember that military home base is bringing you home one base at a time, and we'll see you next Tuesday with next another Tuesday. Story. Absolutely. Have a wonderful week, everyone. Bye. Right. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> All right. I think that went well. Okay, please tell me you're gonna end. Because see last week it didn't end. <laughs>